Hello, everyone. This is Eric Pennington, and welcome to the Spirit of EQ podcast. We're glad that you've tuned in. A few things we wanted to tell you at the beginning of the show, and that's this podcast was created to be a tool to help you, primarily to discover and grow your EQ. Science and our own lived experiences confirm that the better we are at managing our emotions, the better we're going to be at making decisions, which leads to a better life. And that's something we all want. We're glad that you've taken out the time today to listen and hope that something that you hear will lead to a breakthrough. Hey, one last thing. We'd really appreciate a review on whichever platform you use to listen. And if you want to, leave some comments about what you heard today, as well as follow and subscribe. That way you won't miss a single episode as we continue this journey. And with that, the show begins. Hello, everybody. This is Eric Pennington, and welcome to the Spirit of EQ podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about pursuing noble goals. Life is a journey. Spirit of EQ helps shape and guide the road ahead for individuals, leaders, teams, and organizations striving to realize their full potential through emotional intelligence. Spirit of EQ is a coaching and consulting company that assists individuals and businesses to reach their full potential by developing emotional intelligence. In business, managers and leaders recognize the value of training to develop leadership skills. What they may not realize is that those skills are far more effective when they pay attention to not only performance, but also to people. Emotional intelligence is a crucial skill because people drive performance and emotions drive people. After this podcast, listen for a special opportunity to learn more. And today, we're going to talk about pursuing noble goals. That just sounds really good. It so, does. So so tell us a little bit about what are noble goals versus maybe general goals or I think that one term, smart goals, those kind of <laughs> okay. things. One, I think this is the most – for me, this is the most important competency of all the eight other seven that we've talked about. But the six seconds the company we work with, their definition I really like, connecting your daily choices with your overarching sense of purpose. Let's let that one sink in for <laughs> okay. a minute, right? <laughs> You're right. You know, we've talked about intrinsic motivation and things like that, but it's it's a lot deeper than that. It's, one, something that you'll never achieve in your lifetime. We have goals like I want to be a millionaire, I want to – be the president of the company, I want to do this, I want to do that, which are all great goals to have, mm-hmm. you know, big how whatever those goals are, and there's nothing wrong with it. But those are goals that are reachable. And when you reach them, you've reached them. You're done with that goal now. So then you have to set another goal, or maybe that's it. A noble goal is something that is driving you from the time you decide what your noble goal is, which you might have decided that even before you've named it. A lot of people have their noble goal. They just don't know what it is yet until you die. It's what makes you who you are. I think I want to unpack a little bit uh, back to the definition, if I could. In that definition from Six Seconds, connecting your daily choices with your overreaching sense of purpose. Mm -hmm. we got to connect our sense of purpose with that noble goal? Your sense of purpose becomes your noble goal. Gotcha. Your true sense of purpose is your noble goal. Okay. That makes sense. That makes sense. 
And then when we look at our daily choices, mm -hmm. and, and I know from my experience and the work side of my life to just family and personal, many people find themselves overwhelmed. They feel like they wake up each day and there's tons of choices to make. They sometimes don't have a really good sense about, well, which ones are connected to this noble goal and which ones are just connected to the stuff of life. Do you need to really know the difference? Well, some things, yeah. My car needs gas. And am I going to go to Speedway or Shell or Sunoco? Mm -hmm. Okay. You got to make a decision that really doesn't have anything to do with your noble goal. Mm -hmm. My car needs gas. And I know the person that will wait on me at the speedway is feeling down. They're, they're going through something in their life that we've connected about. So I'm going to go there so I can check in with them. Got it. That okay. Makes total the, sense. The, the difference mm -hmm. is getting gas or getting the gas is the secondary thing. The primary goal, the primary thing of going to this whatever speedway or whatever gas station is to connect with that person that you know is going through something. In a minute, I'm going to put you on the spot <laughs> okay. about your noble goals, okay. Jeff. But I want to ask as well, I, I'm sure there are folks out there that are asking the question, well, how do I find my noble goal? How do I know what my noble goal? How do I know what my sense of purpose is? Okay. And I'm not going to ask you to give the definitive, here it is, this is it type deal. But what are some ways that people can try to unlock that or figure that okay. out? The, the first thing to think about when you're doing that is your noble goal should be, if possible, one sentence, no okay. more than that. Okay. It, it's something that is that's it's a lot of power packed into one sentence. So most people are not going to be able to come up with it right away. It, well, it took me probably a year to come up to define my noble goal, and I can explain that when we get into sure. mine. Yeah. But it's it's looking at what are the things that, at the end of the day, I'm glad I did. What are the things that give me fulfillment because I've made a difference? When you start looking at those things, you'll see a pattern of the most important ones, and then from there you can define your noble goal. It's almost like that door that opens. Mm-hmm. If it's okay with you, okay. I'd like to transition here and ask you about your noble goals. Okay. I have one, and the way I developed mine was when I was became, becoming a, an assessor for the, the Six Seconds Tools to say, I work with a lovely lady from California named Yushimi who has just, she, well, she's got a warped sense of humor like I did. We had a lot of laughter when we were doing this stuff, but working with her for my, you know, when I was getting trained. And so she did the assessment and did debrief me and stuff. This is a strange story. I've been working on it and I kind of had like a paragraph, which is way too much. I heard a song by the, the band Jars of Clay and the name of the song is Art in Me, where this person is asking people to see the thing that's in them that's beautiful. And I go, that's it. So my noble goal is to help people find the art that's in them. Not necessarily art like music or painting, but what is the thing that's at the core of them that's a, a work of art? That's and, really, and it really just, good. It, it actually came to me on a motorcycle ride when that song popped in my head, and that's how I came. So the way I describe that is there's a Kroger store close to where we live, and there's a young man named Alex who has Down syndrome that works there. And my wife and I will wait in a longer line for him to bag our groceries because his art is he makes everyone happy around him. So that's what I'm looking for is what is in a person that 
defines them? What is it that is buried? And a lot of people don't know what that is. So that is my noble goal. And that dovetails very nicely with the, the EQ counseling and coaching and things like that to help people find what is truly who they are. One of the things that really leaped out to me, I mean, besides the fact that I love the goal, it's it's really, really cool, um, is you mentioned that before you kind of got to that point, you were working on, mm-hmm. you know, and, and I'm a big believer that in order to get to where you need to go, you, you got to put in the work. Right. And it, and it does require work. Uh, it's a very rewarding work, but it requires work. So practically speaking, well, what were some of the things when you say you were working on it? I mean, was it time where you set aside at a coffee shop and you just spent an hour kind of just thinking or doodling or whatever? How did that work for you? Some of that, some some of it was just letting it run in the back of my head. Okay. Motorcycle ride type? Motorcycle thing? ride, that that is a decompression time for me. Okay. Everybody laughs when I say that's my quiet time, but it is. Just to to work on it that way. Sometimes I would write a sentence down or I would write, you know, like I said, a paragraph and then I would try to and rewrite it and rewrite it and then it just finally clicked. You know, other people, when they start thinking about it, you know, it can come instantly. Other people might take a couple of years and that's okay because you have to look at what what it is. And I've always had, well, the way I was raised is, you know, my parents valued everyone no matter what. They always... You know, they didn't discriminate. They didn't um, look down. You know, they accepted everybody the way they were. That's how I was raised. Mm-hmm. And that over the years, okay, I tried to do that, but I didn't know I was trying to do that. You know, you mentioned the motorcycle ride, your decompression, mm-hmm. your 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 quiet time, what have you. Mm-hmm. And I think that's really, really powerful because I, I think every person should find the things like that that give them energy, give them space, give them the ability to exhale. And I think that's when those ideas start to come together, don't right. they? Yeah, and, it, and it's different for everybody. You different can, for everybody, you absolutely. Can, you, know, you can sit in your, your study and listen to whatever kind of music you like, walk in the woods, whatever it is that you need to do so that your mind isn't busy with all the daily stuff. At the same time, we also got to look at extremes here. Okay. So as always, let's take a look at those for a minute. What, what are some of the sort of the downside extremes of pursuing an old Okay. Goal. Well, the the downside extreme is is aimless. You just have no direction. A cause might grab you today and that burns out in a week and another cause grabs you next week and maybe that one goes for 2 weeks, but then this third cause and in you know as an example, that it's, it's almost just, like the bumblebee, right? Yeah. Jumping from flower to flower to flower, right. that kind of thing. Yeah, and and you really don't have direction. You have a group of friends that want to work for this cause. And it doesn't interest you, but because your friends are doing it, okay, I'll go along with it. Instead of, no, that is not where I want to put my effort. I want to put my effort over here because it's important to me. You know, I love you guys, but that's not what I want to do. So you you get kind of just taken along by the crowd. And the other thing is your noble goal, if you're truly living your noble goal, you're probably going to experience some pain from it because – you're going to put yourself out there for rejection, for discomfort, whatever. So if you're in this aimless, you're never going to do that. You're going to avoid the pain, avoid the discomfort. Oftentimes people associate that pain with a, I shouldn't do it. I shouldn't pursue it. No. If if you have a true noble goal, you're, you're going to do it. It's like, you know, a parent 
will suffer just about anything for their child, including mm-hmm. sacrificing themselves. Yeah. You know, I'm not saying that's what you need to do for your noble goal, but you're, you'll have that drive that, okay, this is going to be painful for me, but it's going to be beneficial for the other or the cause. You know, it doesn't have to be a person. Your noble goal might be something, you know, bigger than all of us. You know, who knows? How about on the, uh, on the opposite end of the extreme? Okay. The opposite is obsessed. We kind of started off talking about that, like, you know, going to the gas station or, I need to pick up bread or, you know, all these little things need to happen because you, you need to live. You need to have a job. But if you become obsessed with your noble goal, you sometimes sacrifice all those things mm-hmm. that allow you to be successful with your noble goal. So you become obsessed. But if you can't, you know, if you, like anything else we've talked about, if you can meld that strong noble goal with the other competencies, uh, your empathy for yourself, your empathy for other people, uh, recognizing your patterns and all those things, then your noble goal becomes the driver rather than the, obses- the obsession. As we try to um, sort of bring this home here, the dangers again, I know you described some of them mm-hmm. in the extremes, but there are there any other dangers that leap out for, uh, to you? I think, I think we pretty much covered it. You just, it needs to be balanced. I've said this before in one of the other podcasts. You need to look, in our case, with these eight competencies you work with, you know, make sure that it's balanced, that your your noble goal is balanced with your consequential thinking in that situation that you need to be aware of. Okay. Just being more aware of your emotional intelligence, more aware of, of what's going on in, in your brain. A little bit of the homework for okay. the folks out there. All right. I'm, I'm just going to give one of the exercises I give people that are looking for their noble goal. Okay. It's called the movie of your life. Hmm. Okay, so you take where you are right now and everything in the past, that is that script is already written. You can't change it. Okay. But everything forward, you write the script to come to the outcome you want, which is the science count sounds kind of morbid, but at your funeral, what do I want people to say about me? What do I want people to remember about what I've done with my life? And if you start doing that, you'll start developing your noble goal because that's what's important. I think that's a good note to end on, Jeff. <laughs> this comes uh, – we're coming now to the end of our uh, episode on pursuing noble goals with Jeff East. Jeff, it's great spending time with you as always. I enjoyed it too. Thanks for subscribing and listening to the Spirit of EQ podcast with Jeff East and Eric Pennington. Spirit of EQ is a preferred partner of Six Seconds, the Emotional Intelligence Network. Six Seconds is a nonprofit organization researching what works in emotional intelligence. Best practices are shared through methods and tools that are global, scientific, and transformational. To find out more about Spirit of EQ or to request a speaker, go to spiritofeq.com. Our contact information is in the podcast show notes as well. And now for our special offer. Hi, this is Jeff again. I just want to let everybody know that if you have any questions or want more information about anything we've talked about, just send me a quick email. My email is jeff at spiritofeq.com, and I'll get right back with you. Thanks. Hi, everyone. This is Eric Pennington with the Spirit of EQ. 
I'm not introducing a new episode today. I'm here to tell you some things that might help you. Jeff, you're with me as always. So yes. how do people get in touch with us? Well, the best way is just send us an email at info at spiritofeq.com. That's awesome. Jeff, I was also thinking about reviews, and I'm notoriously bad at asking for them. So reviews on all of the platforms, wherever you get your podcasts, yes. you think that'd be good? I think that would be great because, one, that will help us learn how to make better ones. And it's always good for us. So to we're, hear- we're not the perfect podcast hosts. Close. Okay. All but, right. But, but not, still, not totally. We want perfect. your feedback. We want your feedback. But it it also might uh, let us know a new subject. Hey, we need to dig deeper into that. Yeah. So let us know what you think. Cool. We really appreciate that. As always, too, there is social media: LinkedIn, Facebook, and we also have a YouTube channel. Those also have mechanisms or, or options for you to be able to leave a comment, a like, or those kind of things. Just want to make sure that you know how to get in touch with us. Right, Jeff? Right. We appreciate you all. Thank you. Once again, we really appreciate you tuning in today. One of the things that Jeff and I want to bring to your attention as well is that when we created this podcast, it was not intended to take the place of a clinician. In other words, if you find yourself in a place where there's something deeper going on or something that you cannot solve on your own, we do recommend that you reach out to a clinician of some sort. This podcast is purely opinion-based, and it is rooted in the desire to help you along your path in whatever way we can. However, it is never going to replace, nor should it ever be looked at as a replacement for clinical help in any way. Thanks again for tuning in.